Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today I'm asking the question and exploring, have we lost a sense of mystery? There was a day not too long ago, I was expecting a delivery, you know, UPS. They have that little tracker thing so you can see about what time that the item will arrive. And when it gets real close, the website provides a map with a little icon of a truck you know, on all the roads, and you can actually follow his stops. And the map shifts as he makes progress to your house. I do get a huge kick out of that. I mean, the things they come up with these days. And then I got to thinking, where's the mystery? I mean, it used to be in my day, I say that more and more often these days, in my day, you paid for an item and you hoped it showed up sometime and then you'd be surprised. Surprised. Your package came. Oh boy. I thought about other surprises that we have lost because of, you know, technology and trackers. Caller ID shows you exactly who's calling. I remember before they invented that, you can even knowingly decline the call. It used to be, in my day, the phone rang, you picked it up, and you dealt with whoever or whatever was on the other end. In the old days, we could block calls by taking the phone off the hook, and the caller would get a busy signal. I remember in 1974 to 1980, there was this show called The Rockford Files. It was about a down-and-out PI named Jim Rockford, and the telephone message machine was part of the cold opening. In a few funny lines, you'd know all you needed to know about Jim. <clears throat> they always featured some message alerting him to something urgent, but funny, you know, overdue library book, or bookie wants his money, stray girlfriend, the check bounced. Don't forget to pick up your halibut. <laughs> now, I mention this because the machine was new then. It was a new technology. People were fascinated with the idea of capturing a message on tape and replaying it later so you didn't miss anything. Wow, you know, that was a big deal. There, there's. I put a link in the blog, and I'll put this in the show notes, um, what the Rockford Files can teach us about the history of answering machines. You can see news in real time these days instead of waiting for the newspaper to come out the next day. I remember years ago, there was a big earthquake in Christchurch, New Zealand. That's at the opposite end of the world to where I am. I turned to YouTube and I saw the quake just as it finished quaking. The dust was still in the air. Imagine seeing news unfold in real time from across the world. I was flabbergasted. Now, there's pros and cons with instant news. Hot takes are not always good. Thoughtful reflection usually is. One of the only true surprises one can blessedly have is the sex of your baby. 
But ultrasounds now give pregnant moms the option of discovering before birth if it is a boy or a girl. My day, the 1960s, none of the three of my mother's children's sex was known before birth. It was a true mystery that lasted nine months. In these days, employers can see everything a prospective employee has posted online. Instant replays take the mystery out of a sports call. CCTV tracks everybody. Of course, it's a good thing that we can know and predict tornadoes and storms so as to save lives. Instant access to what you want to find out about is a good thing, but I do wonder. In some ways, we, do, we have experienced a loss. With everything being plainly seen and known, do we lose some mystery? I believe we do. And with that, we lose a sense of majesty and wonder and awe. I know that the ancients, when they saw the Northern Lights, likely attributed them something to like gods waving a blanket. We know now that they're caused by a geomagnetic storm sending ions hurled from the sun in a solar wind to attract, interact with the Earth's magnetic field. But though we know the cause nowadays, we should still ponder the mystery of their beauty. God didn't have to make the northern lights such beautiful colors. He didn't have to make them wave so charmingly over the northern and southern poles. Knowing the cause takes some mystery out of them, but we can still admire their majesty. I mean, how much have we lost a sense of majesty or transcendence or mystery? Do we really have to know about every single little detail? So much so it takes the mystery out of things? Now, I'm not saying we should be ignorant of important items, but if we see something as magical as the Northern Lights, do we explain to onlookers the ions and solar wind, or do we just bow down and utter a reverent prayer to the one true God? Let mystery and majesty and transcendence play a part in your life. Look up from the phone once in a while. At the mystery of blossoms appearing every spring on the tree or at how the birds are fed and cheerful, at clouds so puffy they look like cotton candy. Marvel at how a non-aerodynamic bee can fly. A great mystery for us Christians is how a Christian will die, but then be raised to new life. One of the greatest mysteries is how God being spirit, but also existing as a separate person, as Jesus and the Godhead, also incarnated as man and lived on earth, fully man and fully God. <coughs> Excuse me. The Trinity is a mystery. The conception of Mary is a mystery. We should use the word transcendent. 
bask in the mystery of the Trinity, praise majesty, which is a quality or state that inspires awe or reverence and exalted dignity. Not everything has to be known. Not everything has to be explained. We can, ex we can experience events without having to explain them. We can settle into a mystery without having predicted its imminent occurrence. Philosophers have been grappling with this question, you know, the mystery of life for millennia. People who know God understand mystery and majesty and splendor of the Holy One of Israel, and we're fine with it. But secular philosophers write things like this in essays called The Mystery of Life Cannot Be Explained. I'll quote, I can theorize about perception and cognition. I can do experiments to test those theories. But even if I gave you an account of what every nerve cell in your brain at every nanosecond was doing, it would still not be experience. It would be nothing more than a list of words and numbers. Your actual and direct experience of the world, you know, of the tart taste of an apple or looking into the eyes of someone you love, would always overflow that list. There would always be more. End quote from that philosophical article, The Mystery of Life Cannot Be Explained. Today's technology makes us think we can resolve all the answers we seek. It makes us think we can know all the things we want to know. To a great extent, that is true, but not completely. That more, that something more, is God. Bask in him today and explore the things that cannot be explained. This grows trust in our hearts, even as our mind is charmed by the things even Christians cannot know. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a marvelous day.